0: Welcome to Storytime
1: with Rabbi Yitzi Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzi together with...
2: Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay!
1: At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-432. Four two one seven. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story, that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is
2: 718-683-5858. Very
1: good, Yossi. And of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718 506 9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So the address is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javert Radio 2829 Nostrand Avenue Brooklyn New York 11229 and if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on com, the number to text in is 3479278398 if you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me.
2: Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Irvs for either storytelling, Kaya from the Maya, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, a burning program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a uh, bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, uh, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local swarm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yetzirah at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in?
1: I think so. I think we can now start our stories. Okay, I would like to remind everybody that this week's uh, story is sponsored as a refush Shlema for Chaim Yosef Zvi Ben Sora Miriam, and also for Peril Maschaya Rivka. Okay, well, Yossi, we got a lot of requests. Are you ready to tell a story tonight?
2: I am, you better believe it. Okay. Alright, so tonight's yours. Should I sit back and relax? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to play me? You know, like when I tell the story, you interrupt? No, I'll only interrupt if you fall asleep in the middle. What do you mean? I never fall asleep. I'm always awake. I'm always awake. Yes, I know you're always awake, except what you do is sometimes you don't, like, jump from one character fast enough. Then I have... No, no, you won't have to fill in. You'll see. Okay. Alright, I read the story. How'd you read the story? I never showed it to you. I know, but when you weren't looking, I looked in your mind. You looked in my mind. Oh, okay. All right. So, what's the name of the story tonight that you're going to tell? Uh, it's called "Vina Hafefu." Oh, come on, that sounds a little fooey. No, 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 Vinahafai who Who? Who are you talking about? Now you're starting to sound like me. <laughs> Just testing you. Okay. So, the tonight's story is called "Vina who uh, Me? No, I mean no, no. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yes, Vina because I'm telling the story instead of you. Okay, sit back and relax. Okay, I'm sitting back and relaxed. Okay, this story happened, you know, like about 150 to 200 years ago, something like that. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyways...
1: Boy, you really sound like me. You cough in the
2: middle also? <laughs> I have to sometimes, because if you do, I have to. Okay, anyways, so uh, uh, people will figure that out one day. Okay, anyways, meanwhile, um, what I want to tell you is like this. Uh, uh, you don't tell me. You're telling the audience. Right, okay, everybody out there can look, and then the adults that listen also, and then everybody out there. Okay, so anyways, uh, uh, this story called The i have a Who, uh, is a very interesting story. So it starts off with this, uh, you know, this uh, old year is, is, you know, like by uh, a big Tadik, you know, Ramiro. Okay, so that's where it starts. Classroom. So what are you looking at me? Just go ahead and tell. Okay, okay, I'm gonna tell. Okay, go Okay, here we go. Um um go ahead, uh Alta yid, go ahead. Altaid, it's your turn. Oh, oh.
1: oh me oh my. I've been going around for so many years. I've been collecting. I'm so poor. My muscle never changes. I don't know how many more years I have left in my life. But you know what? I'm going into this tannic Romero. Everybody says such great things about him, so I'm going to go in. Let me just open the door of this shool here. (coughs) Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Could you show me where Romero's study is? Oh, study, it's right over there. Don't you see the sign? It says... Rebbe's study. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, let me knock on the door. Yes, who is there? Uh, it's, it's me. Uh, an alter year. That's a broken a year. The broken down man. Oh, come in, Rebbe. Come in, come in, come in. Okay, please. By all means, sit down. All right. Well... I mean, it's not important to know my name, at least. I don't think so. Well, if you think so, then maybe I'll I'll write a quittal if that's what you want. Uh, Well, first, let me hear your story. Then I'll tell you if you should write a quittal or not. Maybe I can help you. Maybe I can't. You know, I'm only a shlier from a Kodosh Baruch Yes, I know, I know. So, um, let me just tell you like this, you see? Um, I'm a very poor man. I could see that. If you need some Tsudoke, okay, I will tell my shamash to give you. Oh, wait. Maybe I have him my door. One second. Oh, oh, yes, I do. Here. Here, you have a couple of rubles over here. Here, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Anything else? Yes. Is he? I'm so poor. My muscle hasn't been changing for years and years and years. I'm falling apart. You look okay. You still have your two arms together. Your head is still attached and your feet. I'm just kidding around with you, you know. Your, Ayyid has to be besimcha, you know. This is the month of Adar. You're not allowed to be sad. I know, but it's so hard for me. All right. You know what? I think maybe you should write a quittal and I'll study your name. Write it down here on the paper. Mira. Gitaze, Gitaze. Let me see this now. bim
2: bam. bam bam and so, Ramiro, he went over, and he looked at the cavittal, and he looked at the cavittal, and he looked at the cavittal, and he, it, and he studied 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 it! We get the picture. Oh, yeah, right, he was still studying it, you know. I mean, I don't know if he's finished yet. Ramiro? Uh, where's the rubber
1: ready? Oh, yes, he's calling. I'm in it. Anything is possible in the month of Adder, I know. We could be here 150 to 200 years ago, and yet we could talk to people like 150 to 200 years in the future. All right, no, all impossible in the Montevada. Okay, no, no. So let's see what's going on here. Oi. ay, ay. You know something? I know what the problem is, but you need to sit down. But I am sitting down. And stay seated. So I have a stickle story to tell you. A story to tell me? Yes, yes. I have a shtickle story to tell you. Now, you see, many, many years ago, there was a boche in the yeshiva. His name was Osher Anshel, and his last name was Karge, Osher Anshel Karge.
3: Wait a minute. No, no.
1: Listen, please don't interrupt. Let me tell you the story. Anyways, he was a fine yeshiva boche. A gavaldic, Shiva bocha. A bocha that sat in learned
2: Mamish with his slavish. How am I doing, Robert? Shh, don't interrupt your story. Oh, sorry. Uh, who's the story? I mean, You're telling the story. Oh, right. Right, there. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, so um, go ahead. Uh, I, mean, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, who's talking? I think it was Ramiro. Oh, R- 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 continue. uh continue. Anyways, let me tell you.
1: What happened was this as follows. This Bucheru, Osher Anshul Karge. Very interesting person. Yes, but I, I, I... Please, please, don't interrupt me. Let me tell you the whole story. Then you can ask all your questions after. Okay, all right, whatever. Anyways, Osher Anshul was a fine Bucher, like I said.
2: A geschmack amass He
1: learned very well.
2: Very, very well and so Mayoral was telling the whole story uh, about this person Usha Anchal Karga and this person this year this beggar this snuggler, whatever but everyone to call him nobody knew who he was cuz he just said his name was rabid and of course, he wrote his name down. But the only one that knew his name right now, at the present moment, was uh, uh, besides Hashem. Of course, you know that. Uh, was the uh, you know um, um uh, the, 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 the Rebbe, Rebbe So 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 he knew, but 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 nobody else did. Uh, but but you know. And then when this person, you know, I don't know who this is was, he tried to interrupt, but you know, uh, uh, but then, you know, he didn't let him.
1: He <laughs> don't know who he is. I
2: thought you read the story. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm turning the page now. I'm going to see it later. Ay, 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 See? I, I know the story. Don't worry. You'll see. You'll see. Okay, so anyways, what Maya said to him.
1: Let me continue with the story. And let me tell you the following. This person was getting old enough to get married. And there's a person named Chaimkel. And Chaimkel came to look for a shidduch for his daughter. And he went to the Rosh Hashim and he said,
3: well hey, come here to look for a beautiful shidduch for my daughter. I will give a nice dowry, I will give nice geld. Yes, I will give a nice dowry for the Bocha. He could continue learning for a bit after he gets married, and eventually I'm sure he's going to go to work. But, anyways, let me tell you like this I want him to be a Bocha with fine meters, definitely. And I want him to be a Bocha that knows how to learn very well.
2: And the Rasha Shiva, what did he say? The mayor? what did Rasha Shiva say? And so, what ended up happening was
1: the Heilige Rosh Hashiva went over and said, Ah, they are fine. We are making a very good request. It's a wonderful request. Herzlzi, I am the Boch you're looking for. You see that Boch over there? His name is Osha Ansel Karger. Osha Ansel is a gewaltige Boch, a you know, he doesn't make much money
4: as a bocher, but you know even when he gets uh, uh, a, an allowance from his parents or whatever it is. One thing I could tell you what he does. It's amazing, simply amazing. He gives mice from everything he has. It's mummish, Gimaldic. Ah, uh, you know, his
2: mammish In my opinion, is a tzadikku. All
3: right, it sounds very really interesting. All right. Let's see if we can talk a shidduch.
1: And so, what happened was this: they spoke. And they spoke, and the parents, of
2: course, got together with the parents of the parents of the whatever. Anyways, the bottom line is Wow, wow, uh, did I make Rob Mayer sound like me a bit? Uh, well, you didn't give him your voice, but you made him sound like your kind of character. Well, so if anything could happen. Okay. Anyway, so uh, so, anyways, so he was going on with the story. Yes, yes, yes. He was going on story. to tell what happened. Uh Yeah, uh, so anyway, so he continued, and he started to tell all about the fact that he gave Ducky, even though he wasn't so rich, he was just a buck, and there was a beautiful wedding, and there was music, and there was singing, and there was dancing, and there was hopping up and down, and there was cocktails and somersaults, and then pickle juice, and then and onions, and then garlic, and whatever, whatever they served there. Pickle juice and onions? Yeah, anything that deserved the chasna. But anyways, so then he got married. Of course, you know that because you get a chasna you get married. Okay, whatever. Anyways, so uh, he was finally married, <laughs> and he was sitting and learning for a while. And unfortunately, he was not blessed with any children yet. So meanwhile, um, uh, while he was, you know, uh, you know, being you know married for a couple of months and everything, finally one day he starts thinking.
1: Uh, you know. I was just thinking, maybe I'm thinking out loud, I don't know, but I think I was just thinking what I should be thinking.
4: And what were you thinking about what you should be thinking?
1: Well, I was just thinking that maybe, just maybe, I was just thinking that maybe, you know, uh, I should go out to work a little bit because, you know, I don't want to use up the dowry just like that. And, you know, and besides, if I don't start some sort of a business now, there won't be nothing left in the dowry. So uh, perhaps it's a good idea that I should uh, try to do a little business.
4: Uh, All right, but I like that you should learn some Torah also.
1: Oh, of course. I would have it no other way.
2: And so what happened was this. As Ramiro was telling over the story, he started to tell about how he started to make business. And whatever his hands touch, he, he he became rich. Are you saying that he had the Midas touch? Anything he touched became like gold? Well, not like gold. I mean, it's just an expression, Robert. Oops. Wait, you told me that a lot, don't you? <laughs> Sounds fool <familiar>, right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, anyway, so what do I do now? Uh, You're continuing the story. Or you can sit back and let Romero continue. Oh,
1: Romero? Yes. So let me tell you what happened. You see, in the meanwhile... What ended up happening as follows. This person, he decided that he was going to open up a little bigger business. And that business, Baruch Hashem, was very successful also. And, of course, he was trying to do very well. Money was pouring into him.
2: Wow. I didn't know there was liquid money.
1: Yes. There was money. Money, money, money. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now, uh, by the way, there's a little message for you, uh, Yossi,
2: can you read that message? A message? I'm of telling a story. Yes, yes. But read the message. It looks like it's for you. Ah, okay. How about the Purim story? Rabbi <laughs> what do you think? Well, first of all, I think everybody learns the Purim story in,
1: in Yeshiva, or in the Beis Yaakovs, or whatever it is. So, I, I think we'll, we'll just continue with what we're doing now.
2: Okay, you got it. You heard it. Deb. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Okay, let's continue all right now where was i Ah, uh, you were up to the point that you're saying is getting richer and richer right so he would walk the streets and people would come over to him and say
1: oh uh, ansel uh, if you can see my house helping maybe you could help me out I-, I need a little sudokia
2: uh, is it possible Osha ansel can you help me out and osu ansel would say uh,
1: yeah and osu ansel would say um sure i would love to help
2: you not a problem here have a little sudokia uh, as for you and in the beginning, as Romero was telling the story, he gave tzedakah. He was pretty careful to give mice up. You know, a tenth of everything. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, he did that. But then... And the Sahara started to work inside him more and more every day that Yatesahara was eating inside him it was going inside him and it was chewing on the inside of his kutaneshama <gasps> like they say it was chewing and fighting back and forth with the Yatesah and gradually he started to slowly stop giving Sadaka. am I good Rubber Maya? Yes, yes, but I thought
1: you were telling the story that I was going to be telling the story
2: Oh, whatever, okay, you can take over Yes, okay So it was, the Yitzhahura,
1: the evil inclination started to take hold of him And it was getting a voice Now let me tell you something Herr Tzertzi, Rebid
2: Ah uh, Should we also, Herr should we also be listening? Of course, Yassi Definitely. What do you think? I'm telling the story
1: just for him. It's for everybody to learn the lesson.
2: Oh, okay. So go ahead, Ramaya. Yes. So where was I? Are you up to telling? You know, I-, I know where I was. Okay, no problem.
1: Okay, so Nunu. No, no. You up to Nunu? Uh, no, 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 whatever. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Ay, 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 ay. You know, everybody has Midois. Everybody has Midois. Even me? Uh, yes, even you. Oh, wow. <laughs> rubber herbs? Uh, even rubber herbs. And? Yes, even me. Everybody has midos. But some have toivers, and some have uh, schlechsterkeit, you know, uh, bad midos. But I don't like to say that. But
2: anyways, some people, if something doesn't happen, they don't happen. Huh? Are you starting to sound like me? You're starting to sound confusing. What I mean is like this.
1: Let's say somebody has a temper. But there's nobody around to get him angry. Then he doesn't lose his temper, right? All right. And then he seems like a nice fellow. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, that's what, what uh, you know, uh, Osha Angelo here. Osha Angelo, he was a big Talmud And you have to learn. But he didn't realize
2: that inside him there could be a mean streak to come out. A mean streak, I thought he had mean as Tavis and everything. Yes, that was before he became rich.
1: So, his wife, by the way, his wife, Gitler.
2: she was a wonderful person, Gitler. Gitler was a, a an Ayeshevskail. him sir. We got the picture, no? no? No, Oh, yes, yes.
1: So, anyways, so, the thing is like this. Osher Ansel, he started to realize
3: uh, what's going on here? Everybody's coming to
1: me for sedaka. My my, my door doesn't stop banging over there. People knock and they knock and they knock. I don't get a chance to eat my meal like a mensch. I, uh, it's interfering with my business deals and everything. You know, I think it's time for me to cut down on sedaka. All right, yeah, yeah. And of course, what happened next, old? Ah, yes. So let me tell you what happened next. As he was going on with his business. And he started to stop giving Shadokia personally. But he couldn't understand why people were still trying to knock on the door. They knocked on his door. And he said, I'm not answering the door. And he didn't answer the door. But somebody else did.
2: One moment, I'm coming.
1: One second. His wife. His wife answered the door.
2: His wife? Wow. But, 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 uh, I mean. Yes. Even though her husband didn't say yes and didn't say no, she answered
1: the door and she would give some tzodoke. Can you imagine that? She gave tzodoke, she gave money from the money that her husband gave her to use during the week for spending money or whatever, for buying food or whatever. And one day, her husband came home. Hey, yeah, wasn't in such a good mood. All right, I'm ready for my supper. Had a very hard day at the business. I made such a big business meal. Ah, uh, mixed meal. I almost did. I say meal. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't mean a big business meal. I mean a, a big business deal.
2: Ha ha You're sounding like me, Robert. Herbs. Shh. Just go on with the story. It's sounding good so far. You're doing a good job. Oh, yeah, right. Go ahead, Ramayorl. And so
1: she turned around and said,
4: Yes, you want your supper? No problem. I'm going to give it to you. One second. Here you go.
3: What? Where's my uh, steak?
4: Uh, didn't make it tonight.
3: Why, there wasn't enough time? I came home late enough. You should be able to make me a steak.
4: Uh, well, yes, yes.
3: What is this? This is like a little meatball over here. What is this? A little bit of spaghetti with tomato sauce?
1: Uh, I should be able to have a better meal than this. Where's my chicken? Not just chicken. My sudden fried chicken with duck sauce and whatever. And where is my fancy schmancy steak? And where is my side dish, uh, you know, uh, where, my, was, was this uh, like a, a cheap meal? Uh, what's, what's going on there? You, you, you're getting lazy.
4: Well, not exactly. Well, um, um, well, you see, um, um, well, um, um, um so, well, well.
2: and all of a sudden, Romeo continued his story and said, there was a knock on the door just at that moment. And of course,
1: ah, you know what happened. Oh, Ansel. Anson said, Oh yes, who's there?
4: It's me, a poor kid. Here to collect a little tzedakah. Can you help me out?
1: Uh, you're already outside. I can't help you out. You're already outside. Uh, Stay outside, okay?
4: One moment. Just give me a second. I'll be right back. Uh,
1: What's going on? You're
3: going into your pocketbook over there. You're taking out money. What what are you doing? What are you doing? Kintel,
1: what are you doing?
4: I'll be back in a second. (coughs) Here we go, sir. As I give them. To...
1: What? You are giving Sudoka, I told you to stop doing that.
4: Well, it's just very hard for me, you know.
1: Uh, very hard? You know, these people are going to knock on our doors. They're going to knock and knock and bang on our doors. I'm telling you, it's terrible. It's terrible. You know, I can't walk the streets without a people trying to bother me and I can't eat my meals. Come on. That's it. I said no more giving Sudoka. That's it. You got that? Okay. No more tzedakah. Forget about it. I don't want you to give tzedakah because if I find out you're giving tzedakah again, I'm not going to give you an allowance. You understand that? Okay. Got that?
4: Yes, bud. Uh, uh,
1: that's it. No more discussion. No more discussion. That's the end of the discussion. I don't want to hear it anymore. No more giving tzedakah. You got that? Yeah, bud. Uh, no more tzedakah. Uh, but, 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 but. That's it.
4: Oy, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, why is my husband so mean? We have the means to give. I don't get it. No, no.
2: And as the years were going on, Ramea told over hell, what happened was, is, Purim, everybody's favorite holiday, Purim as the Sephardim say, Purim as the Hasidim say, Purim as I say, and Purim as the people who do, uh, you know, whatever. Anyways, so, uh, Purim came around, and he began to hate it.
4: He hated it. Uh, Yossi, why don't you tell why he hated it? Everybody loves it. You love it. I love it. Everybody loves it. Tell the people why he
2: hated it. Uh, Ramea, are you going to tell?
1: Yes. You know, you got to decide which part you want me to do, which part are you going to do.
2: Okay, you can tell this part. All right, I'll tell it. Anyways,
1: when it came to Purim, in the beginning, it used to be that <laughs> O'Shansh loved to give His Himamish loved it. Ah, Osha Ansel of the Kleine Stetzel, the small little village, the small Stettl called Duzik. Dozik, I mean Dozik. Anyways, he was in this kleine Stettl of Dozik. Yes. And he was so rich, but he hated Purim. You know why?
2: I can figure it out, but you're telling that part.
1: Oh yes, okay, thank you.
2: Anyways, what happened was this
1: when it comes to Purim, you have to give Matonoslav join him. So no no. So what do you think Mayrel did? Osha Ansel, eh? no, Nis Myrl, Ich bin Mayrel.
2: Boy, are you starting to act Adarish?
1: Uh Adarish? No, Andarish.
2: <laughs> no, never mind. Okay, so uh what exactly say? Ah, okay. Osha
1: Ansel, we're talking about him. Osha Ansel gave the minimum amount to be Yoitzh that he gave Maton Slavioinim. So after McGill learning, he saw a few poor people here and there, and he just gave a few people and that's it. He gave just enough to beyoitza that he did the mitzvah maton's levion. That's it. He didn't do anything more, even though he could. And then, let me tell you something. What this person did, this usha anchil, <sighs> people started to hate him. Oh, wait, that's terrible. Yes, you see, it is terrible. People began to hate him because they started thinking he's such a karge mensch, he's such a cheapskake, he's such a miser, he has so much money. But he won't share it with anybody. People began to say bad things about him. Losh and horror, moitzi, so many bad things. Ay, it wasn't good. But it didn't bother him. But eventually, he realized he has no friends. More friends! Can you imagine? Wow, that's so sad. Yes, very sad. So let me tell you what happened. When he came to giving Meshloi Echmonis, he went over and he gave his... Wife. And he thought, that's good. He didn't go give it to a friend. Give him to, to, to his wife even. He gave the minimum. Shnei Two things and that's it. Can you imagine that? To his wife. <laughs> Unbelievable. You can rest assured. Nobody came to give him. Mishlai Hermonis. No, 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 no. Nobody did. And slowly he was losing friends. But it didn't bother him. As long as he was making money. Money. Money, money, money. Money, 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 bing, bong, bing, 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 money, 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 money. I got the picture. Oh, yes. Okay,
2: so anyways, so he was making a lot of money. But I have a question. How could he be making a lot of money if they don't like him? Maybe people won't do business with him. Ah, I knew you would say that. Joshua, you're good. You reminded me. I did? Oh, okay. So what was it? Well, you
1: see, what happened was this. You see, he didn't just do business in the town. He did business outside of the town in other städtlers. And he had business overseas. He had business all over the place. He spread out many places. So it was only in the town that he knew how carg how he was, how, how much of a cheapskate he was, how much a miser he was. It was only in the shtetl of uh, 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 Dozik. That's the only place that he knew he was a miser. Everybody else thought he was a great businessman. And you should know the more he got involved in his business. He started to stop
2: learning, first a little bit at a time, and then finally, eventually, completely stopped. I'm famous, did he stop being religious? Did he give up Yiddishkeit? No, no, that he didn't do. He didn't do that. He understood that he has to do that. just that he stopped being a
1: mass He got so busy, he loved the the learning more. He fell into the Aids of Horrors' hand. You should be able to do both. Do what you need to do, and you still find time to learning. Yes. Okay, anyway, so let me tell you something. What ended up happening was Purim came one year. And as it was getting closer, this person, Osha Anshal, Rabid, are you listening? Yes, I'm listening to everything. But Rab, I wanna tell questions go at the end. Right? If you ask Yossi, he'll tell you. Yossi, I just
2: wanna tell Ah questions at the end. Uh, Rabbi Herbs
1: questions at the end.
2: Oh, there be oh my,
1: what am I gonna do?
2: Ask your questions at the end.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. Let me continue the story. So that year, that particular year on Purim, he was sitting there in his house, and he was thinking about Purim is coming any day now. Well, what do you
2: mean any day now? It's either going to come or not come. You know, it's getting close. He was thinking about it.
1: So he started to think to himself, Oh, boy. Purim is coming around. People are going to bother me in the streets? Well, actually, you know, come to think of it, it's getting less and less. I think people get the idea. I don't give a Duck anymore. I don't have time for this. I'll let these people go out and work and whatever. Okay. No, as I get this. All right. So let's see what I'm going to do now. All right. I got my routine, a few little rubles to give out for the minimum, minimum of my Mishloi Ahmanis. No, no. Oh, my Matan Slaviani, right. I'm uh, forgetting how to do both of these. Uh, uh, yeah, and I prepared my Mashlechmas for my wife. Okay, everything's good, fine and dandy. But later on, that night was Purim night. It was Purim night. The Megillah was read. <laughs> whatever it was. And he finished laying the Megillah. And the oil him sang.
0: And
1: everybody was singing Shoshana Shaka. They danced and they finished up Myra. Then everybody went home because it was Tidus Esther. And everybody was starving. And not just the rich people. A lot of the poor people starving too. And so what ended up
2: happening was... who is telling the story? We're all getting mixed up here. <laughs> I don't know. Am I? No, I'm supposed to. Wait a minute. I think I'm telling the story within the story. Oh, you are? Okay, then continue. All right. Uh, okay, my turn. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead. All right, anyways, where was I? Middle of the story.
2: <laughs> that was a good one, Robert. if to sound like me. Okay,
1: anyways, so what happened was this. That night... As he was sitting down to eat his meal, there was a yid who was walking the streets.
0: Wow is me Wow is me I'm so poor. It's poor night and I don't even have enough money to make a meal and I'm starving I heard in this town there's a rich man, maybe if I go to this rich man, knock at his door, I'm so hungry, I'll walk on his door and I'll ask him for some tzedakah, that'll help me out, yeah. Maybe he'll invite me for a meal. Wait a minute, who, who are these people dressed up in costumes? Ah, ah, uh, Freilich and. A freylechampion!
2: A freylechampion!
0: A freylechampion! A A Just a, minute. Uh, who are you people?
3: Uh, we are the poor emspelers. Tirup tey 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 tey
0: tey 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 tey
3: tey we go knocking on the door. That's right. We go knocking on the door.
2: Yeah, sure. We got you clapping off the and We bang on the door. We knock on the door. And we tell everybody we're coming in. Piram, Piram. Ain't this Morgen is ois. Give me a tulle. And what does that mean? Uh, that means, a a uh, uh, uh Pirim Pirim today is purim. It doesn't rhyme the same because in Yiddish it rhymes. Uh, gi- give me uh, like a you know uh, like a ruble or something you know money, and then uh, you know I I, I I will go out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So right now you see we, 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 people are already giving their money for Matolas Levoyim to be given out on Purim day. You understand? So what we are doing is is different. What we are doing is that uh, we knock on the doors, you know, because everybody's so busy with. Purim, they forget that pastry is coming around the corner. And people need money to buy clothing, to, to buy food, to buy matches, wine, whatever they need for buy, you know what I'm saying? So we, the Purim spielers, we go around here, we knock on the doors of all the people, and we make a Purim things. you know, we do all kinds of crazy things to make everybody happy, and people give us money, and then we leave, and we, this way we collect money for more freedom. Oh, uh, uh, so you're going into this house? Uh, yeah, uh, um. what do you
0: mean? Yeah, uh.
3: well, what he wants to tell you is like this, you see. And this particular house, you know, it's a very rich man that lives here, but the last few years. Well, I don't want to speak Hara, but, um, but, uh, I don't, well, um, um, well, uh, well, um, uh, well, uh,
0: uh, are you gonna come here? Yes, I'm a very poor man and I want to knock on his door and ask if I come in to eat or if he give me some tzedakah because I really don't have anything.
3: Oh, see. Uh, I feel bad for you. You know what? Here, we can give you some of this tzedakah over here. This is for my money. It has nothing to do with the morseling. It's my money to you. Uh, uh, but I want to go into him. Uh, listen. Hey, we're taking a big chance here.
0: What do you mean you're taking a big
3: chance? Usually, if somebody comes into him and they're not going to you think... That they go over uh, 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 and and they stand there and wait for him to give money, (laughs) they wish. You know, usually he doesn't give anybody anything. And if he's in a real bad mood, he literally throws you out the door. That's right. That's what he does.
2: Yeah, that's what he does. So uh, that's why we're like hesitant should we go in, should we not go in? Oh, so what are you going to do? Well, uh, we're hoping that the Piram spirit finally got a hold of him. And we're hoping that, you know, when we knock on the door, (laughs) he'll let us do our spiel and give us a bit of guilt. So I'll tell you what, if he does, then we'll know he's in a good mood and then you should go in, okay? If not, uh, you know, use the money we gave you, okay? So wait over here, we'll see what happens. Okay, Uh, uh, fine, no problem. All right, uh, who's knocking on the door? Uh, You
3: knock on the door.
0: Ah, uh, wait a minute! Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna
3: go last year. Uh, I'm not gonna go last year because I still have the bump on my head when when he hit me in the head because I said I didn't want to go out until he gives me money. So instead of giving me money, he gave me this on my cupola, You know what I mean? On your cupola? Yeah, it still hurts from last year. Oh, sorry. All right, let's not
1: get it Alright, somebody's knocking at my door again? I can't believe somebody's knocking at my door again! Don't they know I don't give anything? I already gave my share of Matons
3: I already gave! Why are they knocking so much? I already gave my share of Matons and Jernim! Ay, 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 I'll give my Manus to my wife tomorrow! Would you please go away from here?
2: Uh, we are the Pudim Spielers! You, eh, we are the Pudim Spielers? And eh, we like to come inside, hello? Hello? Please open the door.
1: And suddenly, at that moment, he opened the door.
2: Uh, wait a second, Romeo. Let me get to the door. <coughs> How was that, Robert? It's not bad, huh?
1: That was pretty good. Uh, But I was thinking that maybe it was the door like.
2: No, but I thought it was the door like. <coughs> oh, all right. You're
1: telling the story. You pick your door.
2: Okay, that's the door I picked. Okay, so go ahead, Romeo. And so... When he opened the door, the Pudenspielers jumped in,
1: and they started singing and dancing. Watch me, I'm
2: going to do a a, a, a somersault.
3: You people are really funny. But you
1: know what? I don't mean funny in the sense of being funny. You're going to mess up my house here. This guy is jumping up and down and doing somersaults in midair over there. You almost landed on my table over there. You almost broke that vase over there. Would you do me a favor? Get out of here!
2: But you have a means for the give more freedom. Maybe you'll give us a little bit money and then we'll go out. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha! Listen here. I give what I have to give and that's it. Now get out of
3: here now! If you don't get out of hell, shove you right out the door.
4: Uh,
3: get out
1: right now.
4: Oi, me? Why it's Purim? Why don't you let them in? It's the beat him beat and beat him ash Come on, come on please, please.
1: No, absolutely not. I'm very sorry. And with that, he pushed about and he slammed the door shut. It was a big zets on the door. It was shot solid. Oi, me. That was terrible. Osha Ansel, he went about his meal without giving a single penny more than he gave out before. And then, the next day, Piram Day, people heard the word.
2: What about that poor person that was waiting outside?
1: <laughs> you think I have to tell you about him? It's self evident. When he saw the Purim Spils being thrown out the door, you can rest assured he knew it wasn't right for him to go to the door. <laughs> unless he was going to get thrown out the door. So he didn't go. Oh, thanks, Romero. So what happened next? Ah, uh, yes. So let me tell you what happened next. So the meanwhile, as I was saying, you see, what happened was this. Usha he obviously did not get the message from the Rabbi Shleilam. And he didn't realize that riches comes with responsibility. So I guess you might say that the Rabboni Shleilam had different plans for Osh Ansel. It was Shushan Purim. The next day, and suddenly there was a knock on the door. Yes, who's there? Shushan Purim. Don't tell me it's the Purim Spielers, okay? Because if it is, I'm not even going to open the door.
2: No, sir. Uh, I'm from the uh, shipping department by the Botox. Um, I, I have a very important message for you, sir.
1: All right, all right, all right. Uh, a business uh, thing. Okay, let me just open the door. Uh. Okay, come inside. come inside. Would you like some coffee or would you like some cookies? Okay. Uh, what What can I do for you? Well, sir, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I have this message over here. And um, you know what? Why should I uh, say it? Here, just read the paper yourself.
3: All right, I'll read the paper myself. This is to inform you that no insurance is covering the fact that your boat that left from, uh-oh, from Vienna... Point? Oh, no. Oh, no. All my merchandise that was supposed to come here, it sunk in the
1: water. Oh, no. That's thousands upon thousands of rubles. That's horrible. I'm sorry, sir. There's nothing I can do. And as the days were going on, Rabid, make sure you pay attention to everything I say. as the days were going on, the next thing that happened was is, a few days later, not the message uh, who was there uh, it's me alex uh, grunfeld alex grunfeld who's alex grunfeld um I, i'm the person that um yeah, i was supposed to get a delivery of fur from you and uh for my store and uh out in uh, Luds and uh it never came what do you mean it never came i understand Uh, uh, I sent it. Well, you should check it out. And sure enough, he checked it out. And he found out from the shipping company that he sent the fur with that there was a robbery. And they stole his fur. And this is what was happening day after day after day. Something else would happen. Slowly but surely, he was losing all his riches. And the sad thing is, (laughs) Oshan shall never put anything together. Never put any two together.
3: Uh, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? I, I, I'm not sure. I follow. Ah,
1: listen to the story. Oshantar was crying, but not to the boy in the He was crying. He didn't understand what is going on. Why all of a sudden his fortune is changing. All of a sudden he's losing all his money. Instead of making money, he's losing money. He couldn't understand this. He's very, very upset. So let me tell you what happened. What happened was this. Eventually, he owed people money. People coming to his door. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. But I'm here to collect your money. Uh, Here's your bill. It's kind of long overdue. What are you going to pay it up, huh? Uh, uh? Do I have to take you to court to do this? Huh? Huh? What do you think, huh? Now, how long? Has, I got to swear if you like this. How long do you think I'm gonna give you credit? You know, I gotta make money too. You know, I got bills to pay too. You better pay up. If you don't pay up within one month, I'm gonna take you to court. Do you understand me? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And Osha Anshul had no choice. He took his big house and he had to sell it to pay off the debts. He bought a small house and eventually, even a smaller house. And eventually,
2: uh-oh, I smell something big eventually coming.
1: <coughs> yes, yes,
2: yes. Oh, wow, look at this, Ramey also does. <coughs> well, we all do it. If it's in my story, everybody does it. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yes, so let me tell you what happened. What happened was like this. Osha Ansel eventually had to sell his wife's jewelry. That was not good, but they had no food eventually they lived in a small broken down shack eventually they were practically broke there was no money for food and one day Osher Anshel said to his wife listen to me I'm a broken man you know whatever the reason is that Hashem did this I have no idea but one thing I know it comes from Hashem he made me rich and he took it away I have no idea why but let me tell you something I lost everything now, I, I, can't, I can't afford to support you anymore. It's just whatever you want. If you want, I'll give you a get. I, I, I can't even pay you the, the money for the kasumba. <laughs> so what should I do? Would you like a get? Or would you like to come around with me and, and be a beggar like me?
4: Um, well, if you're going to give a get, I'll take the get. And then I'll see what Mazal Hashem has in mind for me.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm going to give a get. And so, this Osha Anshel went to the proper Abonim, had the proper aid and gave his wife a get. And then, his wife, she went to other towns to start all over. And she met a Shatkin. And this Shatkin was in the shtetl of Sazgit. And in Sazgit, this shtetl, she met a, a Shatkin who set him up, I mean, to set her up. She set her up with a shidduch, with a person by the name of Afrayim. Afrayim Geldgeber. Afrayim Geldgeber was a wonderful person. A master in his own right. Yeah, yeah, he loved to learn. But he's also a rich man with a smile on his face all the time. But unfortunately, he lost his wife. And you know, in those days... People used to die from even sometimes an ear infection. Things that we laugh about. Take a little antibiotic, race, whatever. But nowadays, medicine and medicines that they have now is not the same. So, um, am I doing okay?
2: Yeah, I love it. How you transform from, the you know, like 150 to 200 years ago, and then you come back to the future, to 2017. I'm like, well, it's, it's really fantastic. How do you do that? Now you tell me. No, I can't tell you, Rabbi Herbs, You tell him. <laughs> Frag the rabbinish one. Don't ask me. Ask Hashem. Okay, go ahead. Uh, everybody back to the places. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, Rabbi it- oh, Yes, so let me tell you what happened. You see,
1: what happened was this. He gave the get. And he went to become a beggar. And he was going. And that was the way he made his living. If you want to call it living. Meantime, let me tell you. This lady, Gittel... She agreed to the Shidduch. Ephraim agreed to the Shidduch. So Ephraim, guild and Gittel got married. And Borah Hashem, they were blessed with two children, a boy and a girl. And every year, Purim was coming around. It was gewaldig! you hear Rabid, gewaldig. Yes, I, but, but, but at the end, you'll ask your questions.
2: What point didn't you understand, Rabid? At the end of the story, please, okay? All right, all right, I'll try. <laughs> okay, Remeyer. Yes, so let me tell
1: you. The children were growing up, they were about like seven, eight years old. And of course, by Ephraim Geldgibber's house, Pirim, or like you say, Purim, or Purim, anyways, whatever it is, he was givaldic, People came, came at Tzaviyonim, much more than necessary. And he gave plenty of Mishlechmonos, invited people to his Sudeh, And one year, pirem time, a very poor beggar came, knocking on the door. Yes? uh, Who's there? Um, It's me, a poor, broken man.
3: Can you have any food for me? Ah, you're just in
0: time. You came in time for the Souda. Please, Rebude, come in. Come in, come in, come in. Uh, please, uh, go wash and sit down and join our Souda. And by the way, here's some la There you go. <laughs> if you need more, let me know. I'll give you more. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, I'm such a broken man. <sighs> go ahead, Ramea.
2: Uh, I need to take a drink a little bit. You continue. Uh, okay. So anyways, what happened was is, the poor man, he sat there, he steered, he ate, he looked in a strange way, and then when the suda was over, he took like what they call muzzle, let's say, you know, food for the roads or whatever, anyways, so he went on his way, and after that, um, the reme, I think this is the part you have to say.
1: Oh, yes, 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 okay, I finished drinking. Okay, anyways, what happened was like this. The person of Rahim, guild he said the following.
0: You know, Kito, I feel sorry for that poor person, you know. Many, many years ago, I had a very interesting incident. And that's why I can feel bad for this poor person, you know. Maybe he was one time rich and then he became poor. But I could sympathize with him. You know, one year, I was very, very poor. I was wandering around. This was before, of course, I became rich. I was wandering around a bit. And I came to a place, very interesting place I came to. I came to uh, some small uh, town. I think it was called uh, Dozik. I don't know. Anyways, there was a very rich man there. And I knocked on the door. But before I knocked on the door, I met some pulmspielers. And they told me to wait before I knock. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it was just like they said. Uh, this rich man wouldn't give a penny for Tzedakah. Nothing. He didn't even invite anybody into a meal. He threw out the poor spiel, and he slammed the door shut. And I realized that uh, if he throws them out, he's not going to give me anything either. So I never paused to win in, Not at all. And I felt sorry for him. And uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. But I found some solace in the fact that someone else helped me out a little bit. Not much, but it was better than nothing. I can feel bad for that man. I wonder if he ever was a rich man and became poor and had such a situation.
1: And all of a sudden, Gittle said, Yes. She said, Yes. Gittle?
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I know who that poor person is. He definitely was once rich. Oh, yes. Very rich. Extremely wealthy. hmm. Ah, but unfortunately, he was that man that you came at that time in Duzik.
0: What? How would you know that? (laughs) He could be a beggar like anybody else. How would you know that he was once a rich man, and he was the stingy man that never gave? I mean, how would you know something like that?
4: Well, the reason is because he was my first husband.
0: What? He was your first husband?
2: And that's the story that Ramea told. So Ramea, are you ready to tell the next part? Yes. So Reb Yit,
1: or should I say, Reb Osher Huh? Karger? I mean, that's what I was trying to tell you, when as soon as you said Osher oh, so Anshel, I knew you were talking about me. But I, I, I mean, I mean, what was the purpose of you telling me the story? You don't get it yet. You haven't thought about it. You came in here asking me what. Uh, I was asking you why. I said bad muscle and it never changes. I never even got around to say the part that I was once rich. How did you know that? Never mind how a tzaddik knows things. But one thing I can tell you. There's a reason. You see, that rich man that you went to, he was the poor person that came to your house on that Purim and he was very, very hungry. But no, you wouldn't open the door. You wouldn't give the Purim spielers anything. You scared off this other person. He didn't even try to knock anymore. And he was very poor. Right then and there, in Shemayim, there was a at a decree. And that decree was as follows. That because you refused to give tzedakah when you became rich, the richer you became, the more stingy you became. You became a real karger, just like your namesake. So let me tell you something. It was decided right there and then, all your riches should go to that poor man, Rabbi Phraim Geldgeber. And sure enough, the more you lost money, the richer Geldgeber became. And Ephraim was not like you, unfortunately. He gave tzedakah. And that's why, that's why he's still rich. And that's why you're still poor. Because you never recognize what you did wrong. How many times you went to eat by another person, did you ever learn to feel the feeling of a poor person? ever show that you felt sorry for the fact that you didn't give tzedakah? Did you? Are you wondering why the muscle never changed? I think you should do a lot of thinking. gesund,
2: I hope that tzedakah can help you out. And sure enough, Romero showed this poor person why he had all his troubles. And he left. Very sad, but he took the tzedakah money, and he had a lot of thinking to do. But unfortunately, I don't know what happened after that. I don't know if the man did juve in the end. I don't know if he ever became rich again, because it doesn't say that in the story. So, sorry, fellas. I can't help you with that. How did I do, Rubber Herbs? Well, I think between you and Romeo, you did a good job. I didn't even have to interrupt so much. (laughs) Wow, that's great. Okay, so I guess we'll take some callers. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Hello, hello?
4: Hello?
1: Yes, you're on the air. Yes, he wants to know what is your name and what lesson you learned
4: tonight's My story. My name is Binyamin I. Right. And I'd like to say that, that I learned tonight's story. All the and Chris McGill, and all the stuff like that. You should get. Right. Don't become stodgy, and please
2: speak yesy. Go ahead, I'm listening to every word you're saying.
4: You said the story very well.
2: Thank you. Wow, that's two points for me, members. Yes. Okay, let's go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson did you learn tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. We're talking to
4: you. My name is Adina.
2: Okay, Adina. Now tell us what lesson you learned tonight's story. I'm listening to you right now. I heard everything you said. It was beautiful. You listened very well to the story. How do you think I did in the story? Did I do a good job? Yeah. Oh, boy, another two points. How old are you? What?
4: How old are you?
2: How old I am? I'm 12. Bye, okay, i got to go to the next caller, okay? Because a lot of people calling. I might be the last caller, okay? Because I don't know if we have any more time. Okay, it's going to be the last caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story?
1: Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yes, he's waiting to hear your name. And what lesson you learned tonight's story?
4: My name is Brian Landau. And I learned from the story always, always to listen to the deacon. Right. And and never be stingy, and give money.
1: Very good. Give to Ducky, man. Not just play money, give to Ducky, right.
4: I I was ready to
1: sign the block. What? Oh, Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, very good. Very good. I know who you are now. Very good. Okay, great. Okay, that's all the time I have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos.
2: Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful Shabbos.